There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Kids are going back to school. Many of us are returning to the office either on a full or part-time basis. And whilst comfortable clothes have been our work-from-home go-to outfit, it's time to ditch the tracksuits and start dressing appropriately for work. Now, tailoring is going mainstream this season and there's some great looks to include in your work wardrobe. Joining me now to tell us more is the lady with the wealth of knowledge and style and how to dress to impress. It's image consultant Maria Macklin from House of Colour. How are you doing, Maria? Hi, Sinead. Good afternoon. I'm very well. Good. Great to have you back as always. Now, a lot of us are used to the comfortable tracksuit, the slouchy clothes while working from home. But now employers are expecting us back in the workforce in the office. So we have to ditch the tracksuits. Is it a good idea for us to really have a capsule wardrobe with a few key pieces when it comes to work clothes? Or how should we approach this again? It's always a good idea to have a capsule wardrobe because you, it's more sustainable. You have less stress in the morning when you're getting dressed because you have less to choose from. And really, you don't need an awful lot to make an awful lot of outfits when they all, when they all match. So one bottom, every bottom in your wardrobe should have six tops to go with it. Now, if you have that, there's a whole week's outfits worth of outfits already done. That's a great idea. So what yeah. you're saying is start, and I know you've said this before, start with start the bottoms. With the bottoms. Yeah. And again, yeah, work whether up it's that. trousers or skirts, and more, it, more often than not at the moment, it's trousers. The trouser suit is still in. the The range of type of trouser leg is anything from wide to narrow. So, so whatever works for you will work. But the trouser suit has been in now for several years. So, if you got in at the beginning of that trend, go back into your wardrobe, find your trouser suits because they'll still work for you. Um, the, the the most sustainable thing to do is to go back into a, into your wardrobe, particularly if you haven't been wearing those clothes for the past year or so. Yeah. Those clothes will now seem new and they'll seem fresh. So go back into your wardrobe, check your own shop in your own wardrobe first. That's that's tip number one. Tip number two is you don't, as I just said, you don't need an awful lot for work. Um, and if I if I, when I'm advising people who are going into the work for the first time, young graduates, you only need. Um, two or three bottoms, six tops, a jacket and a, and a good coat, you know, a, a trench coat or a winter coat, whatever. So you need very little in order to make an awful lot of outfits. Add some colour, make yourself visible. Choose neutrals. I choose neutral colours for the bottom of me, but I always have a colour at the top for more impact. 
Yes, because that's the area, isn't it? The, the kind of cami area. We've spoken about this before as well. That's where you're going to make the impact. Now, you spoke about the trouser suit and tailoring is not going anywhere at the moment. I'm no. seeing, you know, a lot looser looking tailoring, as you said, the wide legged trousers, that kind of thing. Stella McCartney, Mark Jacobs, they had this kind of tailoring in their, in their collections. What are we making of this more relaxed, slightly baggier, I think, isn't it? Sort well, of tailoring. Again, it depends on your style. So some people love unstructured and some people love clothes that are that are more relaxed I don't but that's just part of my personality I like th- like things to be controlled I like the structure I don't like clothes to be loose and messy on me some people do so the other key word we're hearing this this year as opposed to before the pandemic is authenticity you really need to be authentic to you don't you put yourself into tight fitting clothes if they don't if you don't like them if you're not comfortable but but don't put yourself into oversized baggy yeah. clothes also if you don't like those and not comfortable because you won't come out as your most authentic and the most important thing is to dress for who you are because when you do that really you make more impact than anything else if you try to be somebody else number one you're in somebody else's clothes and it's really stressful acting and trying to be something you're not um, and number two it's harder for you to build trust with those around you and people will people see through that very quickly Yes, and when it's go, you know, when you're going back to work, you know, uh, it's so important to be a, your authentic self. Particularly now, you know, you haven't seen, you know, your your colleagues in over a year. You don't want to be kind of come back as somebody completely different. What you do want, though, is to make an impact. Like, say, for example, now, right? And I know I'm picking a stereotypical kind of thing here, but say I work in a law firm, for example, right? Yes, I need to look yes. professional, but I want yes. to have a bit of fun with this. You know, uh, can my clothing be bright coloured to an extent? Like, you know, the way you, you often think of a lawyer or a solicitor and they often kind of are dark suited that kind of thing is kind of colour a no-no in that scenario or would you be saying yes absolutely introduce colour now these days yes I would be saying yes introduce colour and sometimes it depends on what you're doing neutral colours carry more authority so you're perceived to have more authority when you're wearing neutral colours and the neutral colours include black, greys, beiges, browns all of the colours that go with everything else in your wardrobe navy however Nowadays, the clothing rules and the dress codes have relaxed considerably and they've really exaggerated. That relaxation has really exaggerated during the pandemic. So if you're wearing one neutral and two colours, you will look you will look okay. If you're wearing more than if you're wearing lots of colours, then you tend to move into clan zone and you're you will perceive to be less credible. So you have to balance neutral with some colour, but if you go top to toe in colour then you lose the run of yourself. <laughs> people around you don't trust you as much. So you have to pitch it. But there's absolutely more freedom now than there's ever been to bring in colour and print. It may just be you have a neutral colour suit, but you wear a print shirt or a print blouse. Yes, and it's given that bit of an impact there. Absolutely. Yeah. But I yeah. go crazy. That's sometimes where you can put in your personality because you may do small, a, a quirky print, or you might do something that's paisley and a bit bigger and a bit more impactful. It depends on what's right for you. But yes, there, there's absolutely more freedom, which is why the authenticity, authenticity piece is coming into this, because we're not expected to do the classic corporate skirt suit or trouser suit, you know, that, that, that mm. has, used to be the norm. And it's the same for men. The, the, the t- ties are disappearing. When I consult with men now, my, one of my questions is to ask them to bring all of their ties, because I can go through their ties very quickly. But men don't have a bundle of ties anymore. They might have three Okay. And that's normal, but but that's okay. Okay, so you don't have to be so rigid. You can still look professional with the open neck is what you're saying to me. 
You can. The suit has become a very uh, versatile garment for men as well because an open neck shirt will work. Some some men wear t-shirts under their suits, which is really nice. It's very modern. It's very edgy. And again, check the environment into which you're going. So if you're going into a very formal environment, ask the question. People will always answer. Ask the question. You're better to err on... To, to know what you're going into rather than it's it's the most awful thing in the world if you're overdressed or underdressed. Oh, it really is. And, you yeah. know, you just kind of set that impression as well from day one, don't you? And actually is, speaking yeah. about a good impression, because I'm getting a question in here from a listener. This says, uh, after a year of unemployment and job seeking, I have an interview next week. Congratulations. Yes, I would work. normally pull out a black suit and a blouse, but I would really love to make a big impression. The position is for a creative role in marketing. Um, so the job interview, how would you make an impression there? And that's a key as well that we know that it's a creative role, which is good. Yeah, well, the first thing I would say is to change the black suit into something with colour. I would have a neutral bottom, as I've just said, but I would up the impact of your top half. I would put a, a red jacket, if you can find one, true red suits everybody. I might put some print in your in your blouse instead of wearing a plain one. Um or maybe add a scarf. The little details you add matter. So adding your earrings, lipstick, bracelet, watch, all of those things, they're, they're there for a reason and they show you you're perceived to be more credible when you're wearing them. It sounds daft, but it goes way back to history and sumptuary law and there's a whole story behind that that we'd, we'd need a whole other day to talk about. <laughs> but there are reasons why we add the details and those things matter and people will um, make all sorts of assumptions about you very quickly. So it's important mm. to get the impact from the start. Plus, you know, she once black into color. Oh yes, definitely. And once you know, she's like, there's something about red. We've spoken about this as well, Maria. There's something about when you put on red, you get that bit more confidence as well. Yeah. And as you yeah. say, you're going straight away. They're going to go, oh, who's this yeah. come through the door? You know, yeah. I like that. You do. Yeah. It does give you confidence. And and several of my clients have said that you know when I wear red on the golf course, I play a better round of golf. And the research shows that the football teams who wear red or teams, the sports teams who wear red work harder than that teams who don't. So the okay. impact is already there. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, uh, we normally go to go into the, the archives. You delve into history. And this is a very interesting because <laughs> some women may be getting back to wearing high heels. We'll be tottering around like Bambi, right? Because I haven't worn a high heel in over a year. Uh, but, <laughs> but you have got some interesting insights into the history of the high heel shoe. The first high heel ever was a piece of military footwear. Oh, Maria, everything we talk about, it goes back to the military. How does this happen all the time? Yes. So much. People in West Asia who rode horses stood up on horseback to shoot arrows. And in order to be stable in the saddle, they had to have a heel on their boot so that their foot wouldn't slip through the stirrups. If you've ever ridden, you'd understand that. The Shah of Persia, who was called Abbas I, sent off some emissaries to Europe wearing their high heels. And all of a sudden, this military clothing becomes adopted in Europe because the Europeans go, ooh, like that. But they were worn by men. So the high heels were first worn by men to emulate the strength of the Persians. And Queen Elizabeth I also started wearing them because she wanted to be appear more masculine. Isn't that so funny? Oh my God, that's so funny. I thought you were going to say yeah. I, she wanted to appear to be above people or something. No, no, that's so really interesting. she wanted to be look, to look military enough to be to be in charge of the military, which is what she was doing. Yes. So it's in the early 1600s that we start to see the heels come into fashion. They move from military into fashion, but they're worn first by men. And quite quickly, women start to adopt that fashion as well. And they start to wear what they see as men's shoes. Um, and the real big moment is when Louis XIV of France starts wearing heels because he's quite a small man, so he needs to raise himself up 
and suddenly everyone in the court is wearing heels. Heels go through a huge up and down in history, which is ironic, you know, up and down. Anyone? Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't resist putting that one in there. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> in the 1700s, philosophers start talking about the rationalism of men. By contrast, at the time, women are said to be emotional and sentimental and can't be trusted to do important things. So men are being advised to wear rational shoes and high heels were not considered rational. But the women continue to wear them. By the 1860s, photography comes into play and women are starting to be photographed in their high heels. Um, and they seem to be sexy and a very, mm. very much of continue, a, a part of female dress. And that continues um, we always talk when we go back to history about the military and then we always talk about Hollywood. Yes. Hollywood then, the film industry really brings it to the fore. Stiletto heels are invented in the 50s and Marilyn Monroe was a huge wearer of high heels. She she very rarely wore anything but high heels. So the rise of heels, was, a, was they were a symbol of sexiness and femininity. Um, so there's a whole history there and, we st- and, and they're still being worn. Research shows that the high heel can make you appear to be more attractive. Okay. And you can tell whether a woman is wearing high heels or not without actually seeing her feet because you have a different posture and change in your gait and how you hold yourself. There's a change in the shape of the spine. And that's deemed to be more attractive than when you're not wearing high heels. Yeah, because you're trying not to topple over, Maria and Mike. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And there's an awful lot of research about that too, showing that wearing of high heels isn't healthy. It's you're, you're risking muscular skeletal conditions, bunions, pain, and the higher the heel, the more it forces the body into unnatural posture so to maintain your gravity. So you're right, you're trying to keep yourself balanced. Um, and, but, but in the last five years or thereabouts, and this has been exaggerated again in the last year, the research, the, the last piece of research done by Mintel in the UK shows that in 2016, that was the first time that more women bought trainers than heels okay. um, and we don't need the research in the last year to no, that, that's, that's absolutely been the case the sales have plummeted yeah, yeah because, but you know what I do predict that when you know if there is ever a normality that's going to happen when things do go back to normal people will want to be dressing up they'll be wanting to uh, yeah. dig out the high heels again we really I will we I really will there are two phrases that you are familiar with that have come from all of this history one is down at heel Oh yeah. And one is well healed. And in the olden times the sewers the, the open sewers ran down the middle of the street. And if you were well healed, you could lift yourself up from the sewers and if you were down at heel, you couldn't. So those two phrases we still use today. So your your shoes matter. I mean being suited and booted is, is a phrase as well, but your shoes matter. Whether you do heels or not, I don't because they're not they don't work for me, but some women can't leave their house without their high heels and mm. that's okay. It's again, it's about being authentic to you. But mix, just make sure they're clean. I mean, it's simple. Make sure they're clean, not scuffed. Yeah. You know, not worn. Simple, simple stuff that doesn't cost anything. It really sure doesn't. Keep them smart, yeah. Maria, as always, thank you so much for all of that great style advice. We'll talk to you again next month. Thanks, Sinead. You're very welcome. Thanks a million. Maria, by the way, is open for consultations. She does have a busy diary, but if you are interested in having a colour consultation, you can get in touch with her. Maria.Macklin at houseofcolour.com. So if you're one of those people who's going, do you know what? I'm going back to the office. I'm not going to my usual kind of staple of black and navy and boring and all of that. I don't know how to dress, you know. I don't know what colours suit me. 
Maria is your woman. Maria.Macklin at HouseOfColor.com. You can also find her on social media as well. Unlocking your style across Instagram, Facebook, the whole lot. You can find her there as well. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 